for a new home, whether to renovate or tear something down, there's so many options and they're all a little bit different. It all depends on you and what's right for your family. I have an amazing guest on today who's going to help us kind of look at the differences and how to really utilize all the space in your home. Blaze, thank you so much for joining us today. How's it going? Really good in this crazy market that we're in right now. How are you doing? Tired. Yeah, very tired. <laughs> so for you, those of you that don't know that are listening, um, on Vancouver Island, we have a crazy real estate boom right now, which then in turn, it's it puts the influx onto the designers and the contractors. There's so much work and there's just not enough people to go around. Yeah, it's, uh, um, it's, it's, it's an issue, but uh, we're working through it. And, uh, and you guys have happy. been in business for so long and have such a great team that that really, I think, works in your favor. Um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're, we're kind of set up. We're set up for it. So we've been, we've been in business since 1980, um, a second generation. Uh, I have not been in business since 1980. I was going to say, there's <laughs> no way. But, you know, I feel like you started out probably when you were in diapers. Well, it, there's, I, I used to say myself, just about every one of my friends during our teens have dug a ditch or two for Mac Reno. So yeah, <laughs> call in the labor when you need it. That's right. Yeah. But was this a direct route? Were you always going to join the family business? Um, no, no, no. I kind of, I kind of went on and did my own thing for a while, and then uh, um, they stuck me back in. So. so what did that look like? What was your own <laughs> thing? How does, how did that? Because it complements where you are today. Um. Yeah. So I was. Uh, um, I'm a particular electrician. I, was, uh, um, I started out with my uncle owns an electrical company and I did my apprenticeship with him and then, and then signed on with uh, the dockyard and actually worked in for the fleet maintenance facility doing maintenance on the ships. Oh, wow. 20s. Yeah, it was a good yeah. time. And then you got pulled back in. Pulled back in, yeah. It was, it was a great place to do an apprenticeship. Um, you know, they really take the time to uh, teach their apprentices the craft and uh, um their school program is really good and then and their safety is uh um is really great so um when i was about 28 i was uh, up on shawnigan wakeboarding and uh um had a pretty graphic um accident so oh no uh, it's kind of changed altered life a bit it altered my course yeah i couldn't i couldn't get down to the machine spaces or anything anymore and i had a couple of these surgeries and decided to uh do something different and now you're working full-time, full bore in the family business. Yeah, I've been, that, was, that was about 12 years ago now. Um, oh. Ended up going back to school, did a construction management degree with BCIT, and mm -hmm. uh, the rest is history. Well, On-the-job on training. <laughs> yes, and adapting as you go, too, because the industry's changed a little bit as well. Every day, yeah. 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 And with your company, you guys have grown so much over the last few years and you have such an amazing location now. Tell us a little bit about that process. Well, I mean, like it, it, we're, we're going through the same thing with everybody in uh, Victoria trying to find space. Like uh, um, land is, is a commodity here and mm -hmm. uh, um, there's just not enough of it. So we were looking for a place. Um, we, our, our old the home comfort center was uh, back in Esquimalt. Mm -hmm. um in the industrial park there and it was really a good central location but uh um, we're just running out of space so trying to find a um, a um an office space with enough parking for um our staff and clients was was uh um challenging and then right. uh um we found this place out on west Sands. it had been a restaurant um 
about eight different restaurants over time. Very um, well known. Yeah. Everybody knows it as one. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We call it the ranch now. I think it was El Rancho at one time. And um, yeah, we ended up taking it right to the ground and, and rebuilding it to, to uh, an energy efficiency building or energy efficient building. Well, there was a lot of surprises there too, because you weren't planning it to take it that far back, were you? No, no. It was uh, um, it, what started as a renovation turned into a rebuild. And, um, you know, we worked with Sanich to uh, um, get us to where we be, where we were. And we actually mm-hmm. ended up winning an um, a, uh, um, energy efficiency um, award for the building. So that was pretty cool. Sanich, it's uh, amazing. And it's really a show space for you now as well. Yeah, yeah, we have uh, we have exterior insulation and um, um, some extra insulation in the slab, and just it's just a really comfortable space to work, and um, you get to be in one of the most beautiful spots in Saanich. So, yeah, really lucky. You also have your own interior designers and have that component, and have the whole team involved, so your clients from the very start can get the full service deal, essentially. Yeah, so we're we're a uh, uh, we're a group of project managers, interior designers, um, mm-hmm. uh, excellent admin staff, and um, and then we have a carpent carpentry um, in house carpentry as well. So mm-hmm. we run an apprenticeship program with those guys. We're teaching mm-hmm. them the craft, and uh, the same thing uh, with the designers and, and project managers. What point would you say is the best for a client to get involved? Because I think people are confused as to when they should bring you in. Should they do a lot of legwork first? Should they bring you in from conception? What does that look like? Well, I mean, we're, we're a full service um, design builder. So, so mm-hmm. we like to be in right from, right from start. We're really, um, we're geared to be a, a turnkey service for you. Um, we come in, um, assess the space, look, look through your wants and needs. We talk about budget right up front. Um, and then we move into a design agreement to start flushing out what, what that looks like, um, what kind of solution that looks like for you. Right. Because everybody's so different. Everybody is so different and there's, and there's reasons that they're calling us, you know, that that's for some reason that space isn't working for them. Um, you know, there's, uh, um, they may like the neighborhood, but the, they, their their kids are growing to um, an age where they're sharing bathrooms, or you, you can't see them from from the kitchen to the outside, or even you know, entertaining is. Uh, I mean, it's not much of a problem right now, but uh, eventually, yeah. um, when we start having people back over the house, you know, you want to be able to have a space where you can um, and just enjoy your family, so your family and friends. So, you know, your 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 needs as you grow through a space will change as your family ages and, and bring on new members and people leave your house. So we want to make sure um, that space is evolving with you. You know, I think being- that's part, I was just, cause that's part of it too. I think with the real estate side of it is people are purchasing new spaces, maybe that aren't perfect because there's just not perfect out there right now or they're not wanting to purchase something somewhere else. So they're improving where they are because mm-hmm. we're at home all the time right now. That's, that's like 50% of our business is, is people that are, are moving here or, or buying a new property or, or moving to Victoria and they found us that way. Um, the other 50% is, is repeat business and referrals where you know people are doing their second, third, in some cases, fourth renovation. You know, uh, um, just as their family glow, grows, and, and their, their needs change we'll come back in and do a couple different things where wherever if it's the rec room for the kids in the basement uh caregiver suite or or uh more room for teenagers 
Um, well, it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause that's something that I really want to talk about today is, um, utilizing all the space in your house. And so many homes, uh, have maybe low basements in them or spaces that need some improvements to be able to make them work, whether that's putting a speed in, um, or just taking back that basement space. And it sort of comes to a certain point where it's like putting in X amount of dollars or just like demoing and starting from scratch, What's sort of your recommendation on that? Uh, I, I hate the answer, but the, <laughs> it, it's, it depends. So, right. I, I mean, like, uh, every family situation is different. Every home is a little bit different. And, uh, you know, a lot of those spaces, too, were, you know, if they're built in the 40s and 50s, th- those basements were never made for people to live down there. They were true right. basements, more of a crawl space, yeah. even if they are six or seven feet high. So we really go and look into, we look into uh, the wants and needs and we'll do an assessment of, you know, we'll look at the plumbing systems, the, the um, drainage and electrical and, and really see if it makes sense to, to follow that route mm-hmm. or if we're love it or list it kind of. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And mm-hmm. so as far as like, um, I have various clients who ask me like, between lifting a house, adding an addition, adding another floor, what are sort of the complications and costs involved with those different scenarios? Well, again, it depends. <laughs> so um, loaded, right? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's break it down. Gonna, let's for lifting you're not a house. Me to this? Yeah. No, no, no. Each <laughs> this is just hypothetical. But so yeah, let's yeah. start with lifting a house because I've been to a couple uh, properties where you guys have done that. Yeah. And um, I think it's something that scares a lot of people off because you're literally lifting the house up to gain more space in the basement. Can you tell us what that entails and when that's a good option? Well, first, first thing we do is, is that um, you look at the structure and see if it's, if it's, if it's worth, if it's worth saving and if it can be lifted properly. And we work with a couple of great uh, um, house lifting companies in Victoria. Mm-hmm. to do that and then we look at the services and and what can be gained because sometimes you can gain more by going down and, and then there's there's uh um it depends on what the the city's restrictions are for your height so we, we have to look right. at all those factors and kind of see i always tell people when we're lifting a house to we're, we're building a house underneath your house mm-hmm. so um the work methods aren't as quick as say if we went if we had a brand new lot and, and we're just we're just rolling away but it, so, I guess in a lot of times on the lot, you might not be able to expand and take up more space on it. So mm-hmm. that would be a good option then. Yeah. 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 And the first thing we do is kind of, we, we get our demolition and we, we get the, the beams in there, we break the holes out so we can support the house. And then we take the rest of the demolition out. So do you actually remove yeah. the foundation or does the foundation have to be adequate and then you just add on to it? Um, most cases we're removing the foundation, you know, it, those, those houses built hundred years ago, maybe didn't take into consideration any of the seismic upgrades and, and, uh, um, or, or seismic loads that would happen, um, during, during an earthquake. So we get the engineers to pull out their calculators and figure out exactly, um, yeah, make that educated decision. Yeah, and like yeah. you said, it's a longer time commitment probably too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but there's, I mean, there, there is a, um, there's some intrinsic value of keeping the rest of that out of the, out of the landfill, you know, and, right. uh, um, 
you know, I think we brought you to a project a couple of years back uh, in Fairfield there where we, we wanted to keep the character of the house. Well, two of them, one was a, a heritage home mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. and uh, the other one just down the road there. So keep Yeah, the and they were beautiful. And the yeah. family was so happy with the extra space that they had. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you get 50% more floor space in your home without. Yeah. And as far as adding an addition, um, what sort of scenarios would that make lots of sense in? Um, well, we do a lot of uh, master suite additions. That seems to be, right. uh, you know. Because the master and, suite wasn't a thing in the 50s. No. Bedrooms no. were small and didn't have bathrooms on them. Just, just two single beds and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they didn't even have a closet. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. 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 So that seems to be a, a, a real popular one, um, especially to in some of these old 50s home homes where you have two bedrooms up and a, and a master, you know, um, we'll take, we'll take one of those bedrooms and make it a walk-in, get the extra space, um, pop the second bedroom in and they get some storage downstairs as well. Or, right. you know, a, a couple of them we've, we've done where, um, families are coming together. Um, the, um, the parents might uh, sell their property and, and, and move into a suite downstairs where they have more access and we can do some more aging in place while the family stays upstairs and you wanted a, obviously involved yeah and you want a really nice livable suite too it's not just something that you're going to be renting to students or they want no. to feel like they're in a home yeah yeah and, and, and like I, I grew up with with my grandparents in, in our house and um you know there's something pretty special about that as well so absolutely and so as far as adding onto the height of the house um, a lot of times you probably wouldn't be able to because of restrictions but if it's maybe just like a one floor home would that make sense yeah the, the second story addition um is it has gotten a little bit more difficult with the with the la latest code additions right where uh um where you're really looking at that seismic component and, and you know okay. if you have a really nicely seismic um seismically designed house on top of something that's poor um right. The engineers just don't want to sign off on it. So we end up doing quite a lot of work to the foundation to get that to fix. And at that point, it kind of gets to, to why aren't we just starting new here? And I'm glad you mentioned that because sometimes it does make sense just to start new, but there's mm -hmm. a lot involved in that as well. It's not literally just bringing in a bulldozer and, you know, knocking down the home. What are some of the obstacles with uh, tearing down and building from scratch? Well, I mean, it, it, it can add to the timeline, especially if we don't start out that route. Right. Um, but I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot of bonuses that, that, that come, even when you go to sell your house, you know, 15, 20 years from now, or however long that is, you know, a house that's built in 2021, as opposed to a house that was from 1921 and then renovated in 2021, there's, there's, uh, um, they're more desirable mm -hmm. just in the way that they, they operate um, with, uh, uh, their electrical systems and ventilation systems. So, and even being able to resituate the house on the lot, because a lot of older homes were so small and had giant lots that, you know, maybe they're off to one side and now you can kind of center it a bit better or steal back some of that space. Yeah. Well, and then, and build out to the maximum capacity right. of the lot as well. Right. That's, uh, you know, you get these yeah. big, beautiful 10, 12,000 square foot lots with a 1200 square foot home on them <laughs> yeah or they're not quite large enough to subdivide or rezone that sort of thing so building a nice new home is always a good thing yeah yeah 
Yeah. So um, speaking of that, like like uh, we we opened a, a new construction division, Smack Island Construction, um, earlier this year for that precise reason, as we kept on getting asked to do it. So. <laughs> um, <laughs> What sort of timeline is involved? Like when, it, cause you have to, in some cases, rezone, get permits and then actually do the demo, go down into the ground and then back up. What's sort of like, I think a lot of people don't realize how long it takes from start to finish to build a house. Yeah. I, I, the, the construction part is, is usually uh, um, the easier part of the two, depending on, on the situation. If we're doing an infill in the city, um, is a little bit different than say, um, Shawnigan Lake or, or waterfront on Land's End, something like that. You, there's, there's a lot more, uh, regulation, regulatory hoops that you need to jump through, um, yeah. to, to get those. But that's, that's, that's the reason that we use, uh, um, a pre-construction or design agreement to get, get through those hoops, um, as quickly as possible. And especially when you've got a proven track record and you know what you're doing, lots of times there's less hoops to jump through probably. Yeah. Well, and we've just, we've stumbled on those hoops before. So yeah. you, get the benefit, you get the benefit of, uh, of uh, our, our previous, we don't call them uh, uh, mistakes. We call them learnings. So. Absolutely. And there's always something new. You think you've seen it all and then bam. <laughs> well, I mean, we've been, we've been in business in Victoria since 1980. There's been a lot of growing pains. We've, we've, uh, um, um, we're constantly working on our pros, our process, our proven process, and, uh, mm-hmm. and we're just getting better. So. Yes. And you've had a lot of opportunity because you guys are very busy. <laughs> <laughs> have you guys yeah. ever had a client move the house off the line? Um, I have not, but a, a, a couple of my colleagues have in, in town. There's, uh, um, um, those are pretty interesting. Um, yeah. I find it's, I wouldn't say popular, but it's, you didn't hear about it happening for a long time. No. And then now it's coming up the odd time because people are so much more aware of salvaging what they can. Yep. Yeah. Like I, like I said, there's, there's definitely some intrinsic value of, of keeping that stuff out of the land, landfill, especially yeah. if it can be repurposed for, uh, you know, yeah. some, some, uh, um, a good cause. Exactly. I've had a client even donate the house and then they just, the new client just had to pay to get it where it was going, (laughs) which is a lot of work. Uh, It's yeah. Yeah. It's always interesting to see a house on the back of a trailer, like going over the Malahat or something. Rolling through the, yeah. Yeah. In the middle of the night. Exactly. Yeah. It always happens. Well, hopefully where there's not a lot of traffic. Yeah. That's the, the epitome of the midnight move. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> but I think that's one of the added values to having you guys on your, on their team is that you can kind of go through all the scenarios with them and really discover what the best way is to get all that usable space in their home. Yeah. Um, people are always really surprised at the amount of, of planning that goes into some of these projects. Mm-hmm. Um, they're, they're raring to go. They're excited. They want to get, they want to get rolling and we, we have to kind of pump the brakes and, and just kind of step through it methodically. Well, and the planning um, process is one of the most important phases. That's the time to, to really spend on because you're not, I mean, you, there's money involved at that point, but you're not mm-hmm. reframing walls or, you know, ripping out the tile because it doesn't work or that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, it, it, if, it, if the planning process is done 
well, really well. Um, it allows us to speed up construction and, and uh, um, mitigate some of that risk as we're going into these projects. So especially in a time like now where we're, we're having problems getting through the, with the supply chain, um, we're, we're pre-purchasing, we're doing our buyouts rate when we sign the contract. And, you know, Are you seeing a lot of delays? Yeah, I mean, just today we had a, um, a delay on a tub that's 16 weeks that was supposed to be here a week ago. So wow. um, yeah, we're trying to get, you know, make sure that we're specking stuff and, and uh, um, getting stuff well before when it's needed. Um, yeah, so you actually have it in storage and they're waiting on you. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yeah, it used to be this just-in-time lean kind of construction yeah. it shows up when it's ready to go in um yeah that's a little bit more riskier these days so so we're trying yeah. to make and there's much. not a lot of options for off the shelf or in stock items either because i know there's been various times where it's like i need a toilet today what do you have available well it's nothing. it's nothing <laughs> literally <laughs> yeah. nothing yeah so and cost too right now um having big contingencies and such i guess as well <clears throat> Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah we're so, doing our best to stay on top of it for sure well thank you so much for being here with us today where can the viewers and listeners find you they can find us at uh, www.macreno.com m-a-c-r-e-n-o and i love you guys have a great instagram you're always showing um projects before and afters and such on there which is yeah so and cool. some fun stuff with our team so anyways that's that's at mac Reynolds. so check us out Perfect. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of your stories with us today. Always a pleasure.